0: Welcome to the Do Loss Youth Podcast. We hope this encourages and empowers you to be connected to God and one another. Thanks for joining us today. Enjoy the message. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Digging Deeper Podcast. Episode 13, Brian. Here 13. we are. Lucky 13. Lucky 13. You're lucky to be here on our 13th I am. episode. It's,
1: it's, I think it's been 10 episodes since I've shown up. I yeah. think it was episode three. You were
0: <laughs> supposed to be here last week. but
1: Well, things happen.
0: And we had a better person in your place. Yeah, just I mean,
1: killed it. Yeah, she if, did. If you haven't listened to that or watched that, yeah. I mean, that was a good one.
0: Very good. Very good podcast. I would, I would strongly encourage it. But it's 13. Yep. You're here. You killed it on Sunday. Great Tried. message, yeah. by the way, on Loadout. Loadout. Now, I'm going to be the old guy in the room, okay? Yep. I have no idea Here's what the deal. you're referring to.
1: I'm with you because Cole <laughs> Miller was the one that told me what Loadout
0: meant. Is it a video game thing?
1: Uh, it's, it's a part of a video game. Okay. It was actually a video game a while, back, a while back, but Loadout is this idea that you have in all these like shooting games and whatever, but it's to carry weapons into a battle. It's, it's what you're taking into the battle, hmm. your weapons and
0: all that. So not like when we set up for something and we have no, load in. It's, it's
1: not the terrible it's load the outs opposite. and load ins okay. that we do right, <laughs> with <yeah>. tech.
0: <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, I, I don't know what that is. Yep. All right. So Brian, you're back. It's been a while since you have been here. Uh, I just thought it'd be good just before we jump into our let's digging deeper. Uh, I don't know what you're to, about to ask me, but let's do it. I was just going to ask you a very nice question. All right. Okay. So during this season, yeah. a lot of people have picked up new habits. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are starting to get back into, like, getting out of the house and mm. going to eat somewhere, grabbing coffee, anything like that. Yeah. What would you say is either a habit you developed or something that you're loving right now, getting back into the swing of things? Um,
1: let's start with a habit first. Um, a habit has been, I've been doing a ton of like housework. Yeah. Which I took Fixer a fixer-upper? Yeah, fixer-upper. My entire life is fixer-upper <laughs> right now. But, you know, we bought a house, uh, what was it, last February? Been working on it like crazy. Yep. Moved in like Thanksgiving. Uh, but now, after taking a long, long break, now it's like back to like doing siding. And my wife is very happy because I just painted the house. There you go. And so, just finishing stuff like that um a a cool habit that i just started as well is i mean it was kind of a forced into the situation here at the church but i'm actually really loving it is and that's just creating graphics photoshop um just having the ability to create new stuff for what we're doing whether it's the main social media page or the youth stuff or youth graphics Um, so if you love our graphics
0: right now yeah shout out brian if you hate them shout out brian yeah let him, let just tag know. me either way and we'll figure
1: out what's working That's but good. it's it's been a lot of fun um i'm excited that it seems that sports are all coming
0: back yeah we
1: are like i mean
0: fingers crossed yes we're, we're less than two weeks i out.
1: have loved watching my texas rangers play yeah, and I really wish I could have been there. My wife tried to get me to do that Doppel Ranger thing. Have yeah. you seen this? Yes, that they're I have. doing cardboard yeah. cutouts. Yeah, she's tried to get me to do it, and I was like, No, I'd rather just be there <laughs> when it
0: happens. Have you heard the um, thing though? You can get the stadium food, eighty bucks. You get yeah, all kinds delivered of stuff, to your house. All, all delivered to your house. I was and a souvenir. Yeah floor or like doormat yeah. and a, like a like a stein some kind of some kind of cup so i i looked into it
1: i thought about it too I, I
0: looked into it but i was like
1: i don't know how well stadium food would keep up being delivered to my house in yeah. mansfield yeah i don't know <laughs> like, i don't think i was it would trying be to figure out anymore. if it was good enough coming because in, in my mind i'm <laughs> thinking like dollar hot dog night yeah just like not the greatest yeah <laughs> and i just don't think it can make it 30 minutes to my house yeah but I'm super excited for sports, uh, but it also seems like slowly some sort of concert and venues are looking like they're going to open up. Yeah. People are trying to do more outdoor stuff, and so I'm just ready to go to a concert again,
0: man. Yeah. Like, I will tell you, if you all have seen that uh, meme from Europe or whatever, yeah. where it's got like the little little Their sections. own little risers. Yeah. Little risers for Me and a my wife have been
1: talking about this. That might be like the ideal. I would love that. Like if, Yeah. Yeah. If it's nice, beautiful weather, I'm thinking like Colorado weather, like yeah. 67 degrees outside, I can wear a hoodie. And then I'm just chilling on my own riser, <laughs> watching my favorite band. Like that yeah. would be amazing.
0: I, I think that might be the one blessing that comes out of this. You never I, know. I hope so. Yeah. All right. Last question Have you been to Golden Chick and gotten the Fletcher's corn dog? Yet? <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. No. Why
0: not? But I've thought about it. I've been. I'm been, not a big corn dog fan. Like I, I'm not. Well, I am a big corn dog <laughs> fan, but <laughs> the Fletcher's, especially. Yeah. Now, hate to disappoint. Not as good as the State Fair.
1: I but. I'll say this. Okay, so I haven't been to Golden Chick. Haven't tried the Fletcher's corn dog. But me and my wife went on a date. What was it? Two weeks ago uh, to like downtown Fort Worth. I was on University, and then out of nowhere, I just see all these popped up, like pop up, like State Fair looking thing so I pull into this parking lot and literally they're just like hey state fair is not happening we're here for two weeks and there there was fried oreos there was funnel cakes yeah I mean it was everything so I'm like this is amazing there was turkey legs and I I can't tell you what the brand was or like what company it was but yeah we pulled up
0: we had a funnel cake
1: yeah I thought about getting a fried oreo but I just had a big dinner and I was just like man I gotta come back to this
0: Mike is behind the cameras. You guys can't see him, but he's been distracted the whole time. You started talking fried Oreos, and, and this been, man is looking, at, looking at us. <laughs> he's over here, like, wait, where's where can this I at? get fried Oreos? What do I need to do? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, Brian, you took us through Ephesians chapter six. Yep. Uh, the The armor of God. Yeah. Okay. And again, no lie, Brian killed it on Sunday. If you haven't heard the message, get on our YouTube page. Or go right below this episode on the uh, on the podcast, yeah. and you'll be able to see it. But really, really good stuff. The way I loved it is you had two phrases up front yeah. where you were talking about um, what it's like to, to put on the armor of God and what mm-hmm. it's like to be strengthened. Yeah. Give us those real quick and just yeah. kind of summarize your sermon, and then we'll I, jump in. It up. wasn't
1: a point. But I started the whole message talking about when God blesses you, Satan attacks you. Yeah. And I, I think we got to start there. Like that's so many times, especially as a new Christ, new Christian, you, you come into this relationship going, oh, like I made the greatest decision of my life. Everything's going to be fine now. But like that's not what happens. Like we see it in Jesus' life. like he spends all 32 years of his life resisting temptation and it just gets stronger and stronger and stronger and like the attack is stronger and the more you follow after Jesus I mean the attack is gonna be intense but the the two phrases that I used were straight from the text that you have to be in to be strengthened and where I got that is you got to be in the Lord you know Um, and I think that's so important that we're found in him. And so many times when it comes to different battles in our life and um, different situations, we're just going, oh, I can do this on my own. Um, even when it comes to sin, right? Like no one needs to know this. I got this taken care of, but no, like you, you are weak and he is strong and he will be yeah. strengthened when you finally realize, all right, I, I can't do this on my own. Um, and the second one was straight from the text to you, but you have to put on to go on. And yeah. my whole mindset was just like, you're not going to get very far if you don't put on the whole armor of God. Yeah. Like,
0: and I loved how you went through all the different parts. Like you can't yeah. leave, leave part of the armor off. You can't. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and you can't, you can't settle for imitation armor yeah. either, you know, like, and what I meant by that is so many times we look at, Oh I did my quiet time today because I saw an Instagram post about a scripture. Yeah, verse that's, of the day. That's not it. Yeah. <laughs> like That's not it. Yeah. Like, you, you got to take time, and that's the thing. Like, it's a choice every single day to, to put it on, and you got to be re- ready for what's, what's ahead of you. So, yeah,
0: put on to go on. That's so good. And, you know, when we talk about that, when God blesses, Satan attacks, yeah. and, you know, what you said is true, but I think there's times where people get Almost discouraged by that, like they're yeah. going. Why would I want to do more if that means Satan's going to attack more? Yeah. Like, why yeah. would I want to go out and live for Jesus in a more surrendered way than yeah. I currently am if that means that I'm going to get Satan to attack me more? Yeah. And where I wanted to go just for a little bit today is in Romans chapter eight. Yeah. Because you kept talking a little bit on on Sunday about how you know we we have victory, that Jesus on the cross defeated sin when he rose from the grave, you know, end of story, right? And you look at the end of the book, you look in Revelation and you see that at the end of time, Jesus comes back, final battle, all those things. Like we know the score, you use that Cowboys illustration, right? Where we know the score to the end of the game, so how do we do it? And one of the phrases I love, and I, I think you can see it coming out of Romans chapter eight, is that we don't fight for victory, yeah. we fight from victory. Yeah. And so, as a Christian, yes, you might have more intense battles, or or more intense struggles, or more intense attacks yeah, from absolutely. Satan. The longer you live this Christian life, but it's not that um, it's not that it's not worth it,
1: yeah. right? Yeah.
0: It's not that you can't overcome it. It's not that you're not able to to, to handle all this. So let's jump, let's jump into the phrase that, that Paul uses Romans chapter eight. I'm going to start in verse 37. It says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Yeah. So this whole idea that it's not just, Hey, we conquered, we are more than conquerors and how through him who loved us. It's that whole idea that if you want to be if you want to be strengthened, you've got to be in, yep. right? You've got to be in Christ. And through that, his strength Absolutely. perfected in our weakness. Yep. But his strength gives us the power to do these things. Earlier in Romans 8, it talks about how the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is alive in anyone Absolutely. who believes. Absolutely. And so what Paul talks about here, he says, For I am sure, this is verse 38, For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. I love it. So when Paul writes in Ephesians 6, he talks about our, our battle. It's not against flesh and bu- right. blood, but it's against powers and yeah. principalities. Yeah. And what he says here in Romans 8, we're more than conquerors. Mm-hmm. These, can't, these things can't separate us from the love of God. That's right. And so it's important for Christians to understand that when you're looking at your da- daily battle with sin, when you're looking at this daily battle with Satan, yeah. you're not trying to get the victory i'm not out here going man i don't know if i'm gonna if i'm gonna be able to win today yeah i don't know if i'm gonna be able to handle this honest you wouldn't no like
1: it's impossible yeah but yeah.
0: that's the point and that's where you started yeah. is when you're living through jesus's strength when his power is right. made perfect in your weakness you're able to overcome these things not because you're great yep but because he's great amen yeah and so um i wanted to talk today as we dig deeper into the text just about how do we how do we truly win this battle yeah like when we look at this daily battle the first thing that i want and hopefully they got it as we talked about it is i, I want to make sure everybody understands it's worth it like yeah. this is a battle worth fighting absolutely it's not it's not worth it to just give up. Like, yeah. there's going to be days that are tough. There's yeah. going to be things that happen that are difficult. Jesus said in John sixteen thirty three, "In this world you will have trials, or you will have mm. tribulations. You're going to have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world." Yeah. And so we face these tough times, and for a lot of people, that's the situation we're in. Yeah. You know, um, there's some people listening that they've lost out on some things that were really important to them, some mm-hmm. extracurricular activities, whether it was last year, or you're wondering if this season is in jeopardy, yeah. even though some things are starting to happen, you're just wondering what, that, what that's going to look like. And you're going, God, why are you putting me through this? Why is this happening? Yeah. So all that to say, Brian, when you think about your daily battle, what is the encouragement you can give to teenagers to say, hey, this is why it's worth it. This is how you fight it.
1: Yeah, let me start. When I read scripture and when I focus on the life of Jesus, like if it's important to Jesus, it should be important to us. Mm -hmm. Like if it matters to him, it should matter to us. If it was worth it to him, it's worth it for me. And he lived this sinless life because he saw that we were worth it. You know, we we were his joy and he had his eyes focused on the father and doing everything he could to bring us back into relationship with him. And so when I see that, that he endured all the temptation and remember, like he didn't fall into it, like it kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And he fought that battle every single time. And you saw it in the garden where Satan's like, hey, man, like, give up. Yeah. Like just give up and you, he's sweating blood. Like he's yeah. like, no, these people are worth it to me and my, and my father. And so when I look at his life, I'm going, okay, like I'm not going through those same things. Like yeah. there's that, that release of, you know, of the pressure because guess what? We do sin, you know, and even when we, we do everything in our possible power to go, all right, I'm going to resist this you know, for this amount of time, but then we fall again. It's like, oh, yeah. okay. Um, but, but as far as just practical advice, like I'd go back to Ephesians 6 of like, there's a reason the offensive weapon is the word of God. Absolutely. Right? Like that's where you got to start. You, you got to open this. And I think it's so important. Like you're not going to be able to, Jesus fought Satan himself with the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. So how would we think that we could fight him any other way? Yeah. Like, oh, well, I can fight them in, with my friends. Oh, I, yeah. I can fight them with my thoughts. No. Yeah. Like, you, you got to start with the word of God, just like he did. And then with that, it's, it's technically not a part of the armor, but I said it on Sunday, is like prayer. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. that's how, I mean, you start looking up, like the, like, the implications as far as, like, military and actually fighting a battle and going to war. Like, you got to be in contact with the commander. Yeah. Like, you got to know... What's next? Where are we heading? How far do we got to go? And like, we don't know any of that unless we're praying. Yep. And we have that, that open conversation and that relationship. And you know, I, getting prepared for the message, I was listening to Tony Evans talking about like, prayer is it. Like the only way you can put on the armor of God is through prayer. Yeah. And I just think that's, that's so important. But in, in a, a very practical step for myself, like, the word of God is the first thing. Prayer is the second thing, but also like for me, it's the helmet of salvation. Cause I feel like in my own life, like doubts creep in more than anything else. Yeah. And the, the sayings of the enemy creep in and even just thoughts of like, well, what do people think about me? Or mm-hmm. did people like that message? Or, yeah. or did I say the right thing? And all these thoughts just coming into my mind and I got to realize like, okay, I got to have that helmet on that I'm bringing clarity to my life. And the only way that is possible if I ask God through prayer and through his word of going, all right, I I need you at this moment. And if I'm being real, like immediately after I preached on Sunday on my way home, I mean, doubts were already creeping into my mind. And I'm like, I get this. Like it's all because of what I just preached, you know? And I told some of our adult leaders last week is like, something that I was taught in Bible college and seminary is like preach from your weakness and you'll always be passionate. And and I think that's why I was so passionate on Sunday. It's just like, I know how hard the battle is. Yeah. And I I know how easy it is just to be like, okay, I give up. But at the same time, like I, I know who these students can be, where they can go. And that once again, like we're already talking about, like the battle's already been won.
0: Yeah. Right yeah no and that's so good and what i think is important you talk about the sword of the spirit being the only offensive weapon and the reality is is you can you can hold off satan's attacks for a while for a while with all the other armor yeah you know like you're talking about all the doubts and stuff yeah the helmet of salvation get those thoughts out of your mind take every thought captive make it obedient to christ those type of things, like you knowing mm-hmm. that you're saved and that protecting your mindset yeah. and knowing what Jesus has done for you, really important. Yeah, The breastplate of righteousness, yeah. that realizing that you have no righteousness of your own, but you yeah. only have Jesus's. And so that his righteousness protects all your vital organs, that it yes. protects everything that's vital to you living. That Guess what? Those things are really important yeah. when Satan's attacking you. When you have the shield of faith, yeah, and the text says it's it's to extinguish the fiery dark yeah, of it. the evil one. You it. know, so Satan's throwing all these attacks at us, and you're standing. You talked about it, yeah. like the size of a door. Oh yeah, these huge shields, and I've got this shield of faith. Yeah, that's what I need. Yep. Because Satan's going to come at you over and over again and convince Every you, angle. yeah, yep. that that well, that's not really true. Yeah. Or what if this isn't true? Or yeah. what if this is all fake? What if you're doing this? no man? I'm I'm def- I am extinguishing all of those darts. And you think about all of these different pieces. I could go through the belt of truth and the shoes with the readiness for the gospel, but I didn't just forget those. (laughs) I want to make sure whoever's going, well, you didn't say anything. So, but I do think it's important that we realize the way that we attack back is through Scripture. Yep. You mentioned Jesus overcoming all of his temptations in uh, in the wilderness when Satan yep. comes and tempts him right after he got baptized right. um, through quoting scripture. Yep. I love what David says in Psalm one nineteen, and uh, Psalm one nineteen nine says, "How can a young man keep his way pure by yep. living according to your word?" And there's a lot of times when we go, man, how do you pursue purity? We talked about yeah. it last week in the podcast, mm-hmm. all of those things. How, how is this something that even matters to me? How am I supposed to do, well, live according to your word. Yeah. And then in verse 11, David says, I've hidden your word in my heart yeah. that I might not sin against you. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at how am I overcoming sin? How am I able to fight these battles? How do you do it? You gotta have the sword. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't mean that I, carry, I have to carry my physical Bible with me to school every day. Yeah, That's not what putting the full armor of God on has to look like. Yeah, yeah. Like you can, you can take your Bible. That's totally fine. Yeah. But the reality is it's hiding God's Word in your heart. It's mm. making it not just be something you know but something that you live. Yeah, absolutely. And when David talks about this, um, I know for me, when I was a young young person not so young anymore we're still pretty young <laughs> to some not people not as young as some of us <laughs> yeah but anyways when i was when i was younger and those passages i mean i, I memorized them the second i heard them yeah. and um because i realized how how important that is so when we're talking about living according to your word hiding your word in my in my heart what do you tell people like if there's someone listening that's never really been able to read their Bible, and they just get lost and go, I don't feel like I get anything out of it. Give us some quick tips, maybe some things that you've helped other people with or things that have helped you just study in your Bible. Yeah, I mean, I
1: I think it's something that we would all agree upon is, like, go to the Gospels, Mm -hmm. you know, and like I said earlier, like, something that's so – meaningful to me is just watching Jesus, yeah. you know, like we're, we're called to keep our eyes focused upon him. So what better way to do that than just read about him and, and and watch what he did and learn from what he did. And I mean, he's the ultimate example, you know, about overcoming this, these temptations and what victory looks like. And so go to the gospels and I think we would agree on this, but John, yeah, like, like open up the gospel of John and just read through it. And uh, I mean, It's very simple, but like I think that's what it comes down to is that you're reading about him, you're understanding him, and it doesn't just have to be once. It's like, okay, where do I go next? Read it again. Like read it again, you know, and do everything you can because even us as pastors, I mean, the message I preached on Sunday, I preached multiple times while I've been on staff here but I sat down and I just read through it over and over again and things started coming to life once again, you know? And I, and I think a lot of times we just think, Oh, it's just, it's just history. It's just a history book. I'm not a big history fanatic, so I don't really care, but no, we know like it's living, breathing and active, you know, it's sharper than any two-edged sword and talking about the armor, like that's why you need it. Like it's, it's alive and it's not, it's not just to obviously it will, defend us and it is our offensive weapon, but it also convicts us, you know? And, and I think when I read the gospels and, and just focus on what Jesus, I mean, I've already said it, but like, I, I figure out, okay, this is what matters to him. Mm-hmm. This is what's worth it to him. And, you know, for, for people that might be struggling with that, like find a friend, like it's really that simple, like find a friend. You don't have to do this alone. The, the Christian life period is not meant to be walked alone. And when it comes to reading your Bible, like find a friend, like, hey, I'm going to read the gospel of John, would you do it with me, yep. you know? And it, you don't have to be like, I'm going to do a chapter a night. <laughs> like if you're not reading your Bible, let's be real. Like you're not yeah. going to be knocking out a full book or a full chapter. Like just take it slowly and, yeah. and just take it, you know, the cool thing about the ESV or a lot of our translations is it it's already broken up, yeah. you know, to the heading. So just just take a part of it yep. or just take a couple verses. Um, We talked about it a few weeks ago on Didn't See This Coming of like, what do you do with a youth or a teenager that's, that's not reading their Bible? Like, how do you encourage that? And I think it's a lot easier for us to sometimes read something that is immediately impactful to us. And obviously the gospel is and the word of God is, but we don't really know where that is. Um, and so I think the Bible app is like legit, yep. the greatest resource, yep. because like I've already said, I mean, you can open that up and be like, I'm struggling with anger today. And it's gonna be like, here's 30 devotions on anger over the yep. next 10 days or whatever. But I mean, th- the point is you gotta be in it. Yeah. Like you gotta be in it. And it, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't matter if you're knocking out 20 verses or two verses, but if you're in this, and you're actually being impacted by it, right? You don't have to be preparing a sermon. You don't, you don't have to be memorizing an entire chapter. But you get those two verses like, all right, that's going to help me walk today. Yeah. That's going to help me take another step in this battle today.
0: That's good. I think that's what's important. That's real good. So uh, when you get on the Bible app, man, find a, find a reading program that works for you. You can pick how many days. Oh, yeah. Um, you can pick what style you want it to be. You can share with
1: a group of people yeah. and you can, you can see uh, like, Hey, this person did it today. I got to do mine. Like it's so encouraging to, yeah. to be a things, part of a group. Those like things that.
0: are really good. So I would encourage you to, uh, to, to do that, do it soon. Um, and find something, find something that's good, but the accountability of having a friend do it with you. That's, that's a good word. Oh, yeah. So uh, one last one talking about um just, Fighting this battle and all of that. There's times when people go, well, you know, I, I don't struggle with these things, or maybe I don't struggle in this area. You right. have a struggle here, I don't. Um, I love the I love the way that Paul describes this in First Corinthians chapter ten, in verse twelve. He says, therefore, let anyone who thinks that he stands, the NIV says, anyone who thinks he's standing firm, uh, take heed lest he fall. For no temptation has overtaken you except that which is common to man, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your own ability, but with the temptation he will always provide a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So when we talk about temptations, we talk about this battle, Satan's attacks coming at you, it's really important for us to understand God's not giving you something that you can't handle. Absolutely. Satan's temptations aren't so big that yeah. you can't find a way out. Yep. And I don't know about you, but I look back at my life, and there are multiple times where there was a temptation there, and God provided a way of escape. Yeah. Like God God showed up, and there was a way out of this, and yeah. had I not taken it, it could have been really bad for me. Yeah, absolutely. And um, what I would just encourage each and every one of you, this is such a crucial um, lesson for us all to learn it's that god's not going to tempt you beyond what you can handle he's not going to give you too much that you can't handle it and god knows you better than you know yourself and so man live in his strength be in the lord so that you can be strengthened in his power and you've got to put on the armor of god so that you can go on in this life and understand you can do it because we fight from victory not for victory. Absolutely. So you got any last words for us, Brian?
1: I mean, biggest thing I tell you is you got to put it on. You got to put the armor of God on, no matter how many times we say it. it It's so important. And you don't have to do the battle alone. Like Jesus already conquered it for you. He's already claimed the victory for it. But you have a church right here, here at Crossroads. And we would love to get you connected. We love to get you in a group that you can fight the battles together and tell other people of like, here's what I'm fighting. Would you come alongside me? And can we stand firm together? Yeah.
0: All right. Well, you heard it here. We, uh, we've had a good one today. Oh yeah. So if you've enjoyed this again, make sure to like share and subscribe, and we will see you next week. Thank you for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, even take a screenshot and share it to your social stories and tag us at do loss. You thanks again for listening. See you soon.